0: Club podcast.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to the second podcast of the ESP Big Data Club. Maybe for those people that are not yet familiar with the club. The Big Data Club is an ESCP student association founded by the first cohort of the Big Data and Business Analytics Master. The goal of the club is to be a bridge between data-driven students and alumni and working professionals working in data-related positions. The club offers many events such as networking events, workshops and company presentations in order to create a strong international network. In our last podcast, we had Romeo Leon as guest was a data engineer at Amazon and elaborated more on the company and his experience within the company. For today, we have another interesting guest who works as a recruiter at Datadoc and who will be able to give us more insights into the skills requested for data-related positions and the corresponding recruitment process. Welcome, Yuan. Thank you so much for being here. Could you please introduce yourself in a few words?
0: First, I would like to thank you uh, for giving me this chance. Thanks for having me here. Um, a few words about myself. Uh, my name is Yuan and I come from China. I started working in 2014 and after I got my bachelor degree and I started working uh, in a company called CSC uh, it's an American IT uh, system company and then um, I uh, joined Logitech and then uh, I realized that okay uh, so I kept, my, uh, kept up my promises that, uh, to uh, pursue uh, my academic path, uh, then I started to um, pursue my MBA. So first year I started in China and then I moved here in south of France in 2018, I started in Marseille. And then uh, I moved here in Paris, uh, first start uh, my end-of-year internship. And then I landed up with my first uh, job uh, in a company called Acredio. And then right now I'm working uh, in Datadog.
1: Okay, that's quite an interesting path, actually. So as you mentioned, now we are currently working at Datadog. Maybe to be a bit more specific, how long exactly are you already working at Datadog?
0: Um, I joined AIDOC at the end of October in 2020, so right now it's a bit more than two years.
1: So, since you already work at the company for two and a half years, could you maybe describe the company in a bit more detail? I know that the company is, for example, known for its tool for monitoring the performance of different applications, but could you elaborate a bit more on the specific activities of the company, maybe?
0: Okay, for sure. Uh, so Dog uh, we are a um, tech company uh, for sure. We uh, were founded by two French engineers actually. So they met at school in France and then they worked together in the US and decided to fund a company over there. After nine years in 2019, we went public in NASDAQ. So right now we are a multinational company has at this moment, I believe more than 5,000 employees in different okay. um, countries all across globe. If I can summarize in one sentence, what does Datadog do? Uh, Datadog, we are an essential monitoring platform for cloud applications, which means that we bring together data from like uh, servers, containers, databases, and third-party services to make our client stack entirely observable, which is a lot of data, like trillions of data points per day. Basically, we ingest it all in seconds and make it available for like uh, visualization, analytics, and alerting.
1: Maybe to come back on the recruiting part, you say that you are a recruiter at Datadoc. Are you engaged in the recruiting process of all positions or are you more focused on the technical roles?
0: So uh, in Daredevil, we divide into two parts. So one is dedicated for business recruiting, uh, including, for example, like uh, sales, legal, human resources, um, or marketing, uh, this kind of department. And another big part uh, is for tech recruiting, which is my department.
1: And which specific types of technical roles are you looking for? Are you especially looking for data scientists or data analysts as well?
0: Um, if it is for data analyst or data science, these kind of jobs, they belong to uh, tech, technical okay. department. Yeah.
1: So you mentioned both data scientist and data analyst positions. What would you say are the most important technical skills that people need to have in order to perform well at those jobs? Let's in this case maybe focus more on the data analyst roles, as our specialized master at ECP is not only focused on purely data-driven roles, but also on a combination of both business and data so based on that i assume most of our listeners would be more interested in data analysis or perhaps you can even try to make a comparison between the skills needed between both jobs
0: yeah okay i got it so um i would say uh, if it is for example for data science mm-hmm. uh, we uh, uh, sometimes uh, the profiles we've been searching for uh, either they've been graduated from engineering school or either coming from business uh, school like uh, ESCP mm-hmm. so um, they've been uh, I mean all the courses you've been learn uh, in school is quite useful what I heard that you've learned like R uh, like Python so data analyst, uh, this kind of tours is absolutely relevant to what we've been searching for uh, if it is for data science uh, I think that so uh, the profiles we've been looking for the more linked to the software developer uh, who has the experiences that's uh, dealing with a huge like a big quantity of data like before
1: mm-hmm. so when you are talking about the technical skills i especially hear you mentioning r and python as programming languages are those the mostly used on the job or how should we see this
0: I think Python it is, and uh, uh, if I can name a few other programming languages, um, it's not necessarily uh, required or mandatory. But so for example, like a GoLang, uh, like a Java, uh, or other languages like Rust, they've been frequently used by uh, developers. Here at Datadog, we not have a hard requirement. So for example, if we will hide you, you need to be experienced to go developer, which is not the case. As long as uh, you are open to learn new languages, and then it should be okay.
1: Thus, if I understand you correctly, you are saying that you do not need to know the programming languages that extensively yet. The most important part is basically to show that you have some basics in it and are willing to learn
0: yes
1: correct okay perfect now let's maybe change our focus in this interview from the more technical side needed to the recruitment process specifically maybe a first question related to that when would you encourage students to apply Is there a specific hiring period for the jobs or maybe some periods that you get a lot of applications so that it makes it more competitive to apply for the jobs
0: Okay. In terms of this, I highly recommend uh, that the students in SCP check on our career website. Our uh, employee marketing team, they invest a lot of time on it. They did an amazing job. So actually, there are two sections. So one is more for uh, the recruitment for society, uh, which is for experienced, uh, somebody who has years of experiences. But uh, we have a delegated part uh, who is for early uh career like seeker mm-hmm. and also for internships so those are have the sessions i would say more emphasized on that so what data log could provide for early uh, early career seekers what kind of a mentorship what kind of things that's uh, to help them boost their career So they have tons of uh, useful information over there. And uh, they have uh, divided into two parts. The first is a business business internship and early career. And another one is technical um, internship and uh, career.
1: Okay, that's also very interesting to know. But my question was perhaps more related to the seasonality of the hiring. When is the best period for students to apply for job openings at DataDoc, for example?
0: Uh, yes, I'm not quite sure about uh, what is the season, uh, for example. Okay. So I used to uh, recruit for students for our internships. I remember that uh, the time that I went to some of the forums, mm-hmm. like uh, to um, schools, uh, that it was back in September or October, but I guess that is uh, twice per year. So okay. right now, yeah.
1: Also, as a student at ESP, we sometimes have some career related courses, such as uh, pitching seminars or CV workshops, in which we gain useful skills and insights to network. There we also learn, for example, that we should not be afraid of connecting with people um, on LinkedIn that are currently placed in jobs that we want to target as well. However, what do you think about contacting recruiters? Would you also advise the students to send a message to recruiters on LinkedIn? Or is it sometimes better to specifically target people that are already working in the data-driven specific position?
0: I think both of them, they're smart okay. <laughs> to contact recruiters and also to search for uh, like useful resources uh, in your network. Linking is definitely a powerful tool. Um, if I can recommend that, first uh, you can start searching for within your network, which is a first degree network. Uh, you will see that's okay, uh, for example, like uh, your school alumni, like how many people have already working in this company and then you try to connect with them ask for a referral I would say just it's not obviously a secret but what I can share with you is that our um, how many people that landed on hires like one third of them is coming from referrals so for sure referrals we are uh, it has a high chance like compels to direct applications so uh, we've been uh, for example we have um, referral program schemes to encourage our employees to recommend someone they uh, know uh, they trust they have been school with they know Someone, uh, etc., in the personal networks for that, and um, this is a great way uh, to build the, I would say, uh, strong connection. If you already know someone who has working here, uh, on the other side, uh, if uh, by chance you cannot find. Anyone at uh, who is actually working in the company, mm-hmm. you can try with the recruiters. Um, but I would be say that how to dress address the messages when you reach out, It's definitely could help you. Uh, like. Uh, mm, Increase the success, like uh, uh, success rate, I mm-hmm. would say. First, uh, please, please, I like use a few words to introduce yourself, and then the second, uh, for sure, to make sure to attach up-to-date CVs. Uh, you can try with. Um, I think it's according to different companies. So, for example, in DataDog, one multinational company, mm-hmm. our working language is English. So, for sure, uh, you need to propel an English CV. So, if you think it's necessary, then you can propel a French CV or or other like languages you've if you think that is relevant and then the last part is don't forget that to list at least one of the job posts uh, the most intriguing you for example uh, we have more than 100 opening uh, jobs that on our website if you don't know that's which one that's uh, you find most interesting so it might take a lot of time for the recruiters to do the recommendation and we've been receiving those kind of messages uh, I can tell like how many uh, per day so if you want to increase your chance to get actually response from them so you need to at least um, customize your uh, messages like including those three things I mentioned
1: okay so to recap networking is very important since referrals might give you an advantage but when you contact recruiters make sure you know the company and positions and make the message personalized Now, my next question is about CV screening. Is there a difference in CV screening between someone that was referred within the company compared to someone that is uh, applying without a referral?
0: Uh, Actually, there is not much of a difference in the system. In the system is what we call the ATS, uh, Application Tracking System. So right now we've been using uh, Greenhouse. So uh, there is not much of a difference of showing what is an applicant than a referral. It's just a remark that this is a referral. And then the referral, uh, he or her, Itself or put some of the words like, uh, how do I know this person, Uh, why I think uh, they would be the best fit for this job, is there any like uh, um, reasons uh, particular for that, so in this way we'll notice, okay, this is a referral instead of direct application. In terms of the CV, there is not much of a difference.
1: And in terms of CV screening, do recruiters look at grades or would you say that internship or maybe other previous experiences might actually be more important to have?
0: Uh, just the personal speaking, I know that I have a lot of teammates, um, probably somebody doing the screening is different. For me, I'm more into see that's, um what they did in the past in the internship. Is there anything like interesting, relevant to the job? This kind of stuff uh, means uh, more important to me than the grades. Not saying that the grades are not important because this is a proof that uh, the students invest a lot uh, during their academic um, academic learning. This kind of stuff is definitely show some great qualities, taking into consideration, but it's not uh, all,
1: I okay. would say. Okay, so basically, on the job skills are more preferred by recruiters. And in terms of technical skills asked during the interview, is it expected of students to get some questions with regard to the different programming languages that you use? Or um, how technical are those questions specifically? Of course, as previously said, I can imagine it to be different based on the fact that it's for a data scientist or data analyst position. But let's, in this case, still assume from a data analyst position perspective.
0: Okay, so... um my part, uh, usually the recruiters do the uh, preliminary call. So during the first uh, chat, that's, uh, we are not a technical expert, so we won't ask, okay, let's write a piece of code right away. It's not like that. Okay. So uh, for sure, we start um, during the chat is around uh, 30 to 45 minutes. So first uh, five to 10 minutes is always warm up. Um, I can share with you that. So what do I usually uh, like do for this kind of interviews? Mm-hmm. So first uh, five to 10 minutes, it is usually warm up for sure. I uh, don't want uh, the person that I talk with, uh, the interviewees, feel so stressed. So I will let them know that okay, you nothing need to be worry about. To let them know what is the object about today's call, and then I will introduce myself. So. Uh, in this way we can get a little bit acquainted to make them feel at ease a bit and then the rest uh, around 30 to 35 minutes is really focused on uh, deep dive into what their past experiences if it is for students uh, then we ask questions more relevant to their past internship or past uh, like a uh, courses or even PEP pet project that they did in the past. Uh, if it's for uh, more pro- experienced uh, developers, I will for sure ask uh, what is their current project, their role in the team, or, or anything they would like to share with me about their technical background. And then the very last, I uh, always trying to make sure we last uh, five to ten minutes for question time. So um, I usually the one, like, ask a lot of questions. So uh, I would like to make sure that uh, the interviewees got the time to ask uh, any questions they would like to know, uh, for example, about Datadog as a company, about the department, about the team, or anything basically that curious. Yeah.
1: So a large part of the questions are really dependent on the background of the applicants. Um, I can imagine you must have to deal with lots of applicants. Can you tell me what someone can do to really stand out for you? How can someone leave a positive impact during the interview process? Uh,
0: I think overall communication skills is definitely, um, to me at least, uh, um, very important. So uh, it's based on how they would, uh, I mean, to communicate not just as the interviewees but as a person, you know, uh, to know that. And then the second is that uh, what is the motivation? I think that uh, we are a really great company. We definitely want to hire people that uh, could thrive in here, which means that they're enthusiastic about their job and so we will spend the efforts to provide those environments uh, for uh, candidates once they join in here. So I, I think the most touching me part especially I can feel uh, sometimes a lot uh, from students or uh, fresh graduates is from the they're enthusiastic. And uh, where do they see themselves? If they already have a clear mind, like which path they would like to uh, go go with, mm-hmm. sometimes I get uh, the clear answers. For example, like I wanted to be individual contributor. I wanted to be. The top ones in this technical area, uh, another one might show that okay, I uh, think that uh, my strength is falls in the management part. I want to go through um, on this path. So I think that's quite important.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have to give our students some type of recommendations, what would that be?
0: Okay, Um, I would say propel, propel, propel (laughs) because it's um, always the key to success so uh, usually that's um, you will get the invites um, from the recruiters that's okay please book some time uh, in the calendar that we could have dedicated time to get to know you better so you can definitely use that time to at least get to know this company better Uh, for example, uh, let's take Datadog as an example so you will know that which uh, you know, data is a technical company, but which sector is which? specialized this company do, and I'm for sure that I uh, internet is so powerful. You can basically, if you want to, uh, if you invest the time on it, so you can definitely take a lot, a lot of uh, useful informations. So basically, to Let the people you talk with know that uh, you've done your homework, uh, you've done your research like before, get to know the company, uh, get to know the role. Because usually, sometimes I ask my candidate that, okay, so you saw the job post and you apply for that. Um, What do you think about the job? Um, What does this job do and why do you think that's um, this? Uh, you are the best candidate for it. In which area or qualifications or things that matters to you the most? Uh, so I will usually ask uh, these kind of questions. I I, I, I like the mm-hmm. candidates that they prepare themselves uh, before they shout with me. That so at least uh, to me, I think that's um, they've. Uh, um, take that they treasure the opportunity for sure and then the second is that they genuinely interested about the company about the job it's not that the company is a random fall into their random search on the internet and they just a click
1: for that okay so basically again it's really important to highlight why you want to work for the company and what position you are interested in then I know it can sometimes be seen as a sensitive question maybe, but since we have the opportunity to talk with a recruiter here, I'll just try and go for it. What might be an expected salary range for a data analyst position, given someone that has a background with a business school such as ECP for example?
0: Uh, I guess that uh, this is some kind of uh, confidential information uh, right now. Sorry that I cannot share more in details. But uh, what i trying to uh, share is that for students, when you search for your first job, mm, I, I see that uh, the compensation is for sure important uh, because everybody needs to eat bread for a living. Uh, but make sure that you have your criteria when you make the decision about the job. So top three things that matters to you the most. If the compensation falls on those three, so don't feel shame to talk about it. Uh, I encourage everyone to be transparent uh, with the recruiters. For example, if you already have a range of salary expectations, don't hesitate to talk about it. So for sure, good companies, they don't want it to offer you a low offer, uh, which is not good Great in uh, long term uh, interest that if they wanted to sustain you, uh, to I mean, keeping you in the company for a, a long time. And then on the other side is that uh, do the market search. So make the realistic uh, expectations, not something like extravagant or not something that is below the market. You feel that so once you accept it, accept it, you find out that it's way below the average, that you won't be feel happy and this is not the case, it's the company or yourself want it.
1: Okay, so this leads us actually to our last question. Um, could you maybe give us one last advice uh, for the students if they want to apply for a data-driven position?
0: Okay, cool. Um, one last uh, advice, right? Um, I will circle back to what i just uh, mentioned uh, during our chat is uh, preparation is always the key to success so in what way that you could prepare so have a great uh, like a cv so cv what i mentioned is to be more concise uh, to um try your best to pack them uh, within one a4 paper uh, if that's and then the second is to get to know the company uh better so uh you don't uh I mean, don't hesitate to list all the interesting points you find. It could be narrowed down to, for example, I find that um, the speakers uh, of the conference that I attended is actually a Datadog employee. So this is a very, very small thing, but uh, us as a recruiter, we're always happy to know that there is a small story between, between uh, the candidates and the companies, and then uh, the third is that uh, to, for sure, uh, to um, strengthen what is your skills uh, to make it up to the most uh, that what you have learned uh, from the school, and not necessarily to get uh, to to just uh, narrow it down to, for example, programming languages. What I just mentioned, like R, Python, or um, I mean, up to networking, uh, which you just mentioned about that. Use that all the. All the resources, so for example, ESCP is a very like uh, has high prestige business school in here. I'm um, school that you have a powerful school alumni network for that uh, leverage using that, and then um to, uh to uh, for example like soft skills, how you can uh, really present yourself during the interviews. I think interview having interviews like a training a muscle. So uh, sometimes that with the pro um practices you can have that or otherwise that you will lose the sharp this kind of uh, stuff so I I said a lot <laughs> I know that you only ask for one last uh, one last advice but I think those are the things that are quite important. Um, I think that uh, once you get all those uh, things done and then you are very enthusiastic uh, you are humble you're open you don't shy to show yourself uh, this is the way to success
1: yeah. Okay, thank you so much. There was indeed more than one recommendation, but it could be useful for the students when applying um, during their internships, especially during this period. Yeah. Um, so with that question, I wanted to uh, conclude this uh, podcast. Thank you so much. And I just also want to mention to the listeners to stay tuned on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media uh, for the next um, events in the Big Data Club, because we have some good things coming forward. And uh, thank you again, Yuan, for uh, the interview. And I hope to see you soon. Thank
0: you.